when I'm mad at myself because I forget there's lettuce in the crisper drawer, I can also be like, yeah, sorry, I let that lettuce go bad. But damn, I am so creative. Nailed it. Hey, I'm Deanna Seymour, a mom, a business owner, and a lady trying to love her body just the way it is. Here's the thing. We all know you've got to make mistakes to learn, but sometimes it can feel like you're the only one getting it wrong. Am I right? I'm on a mission to change that. Because guess what? Nobody's perfect. So let's laugh, learn, and celebrate our mistakes at the Imperfect Party. Oh my gosh. Are you on Clubhouse? I'm totally obsessed. I am loving going on there, meeting people, making connections, and not even having to wash my bangs. It's amazing. If you're not on Clubhouse yet, you should get on there. If you are on there, head to deannaseymour.com backslash clubhouse so you can find me. Let's hang. Well, I did it. <laughs> I fell down the rabbit hole of TikTok and I'm not sorry about it. I feel like Buddy the Elf when he says, I'm in love, I'm in love, and I don't care who knows it. To be honest, it's such a nice break from Facebook for me that I'm jumping in head first. It feels more real and vulnerable to me. And it's funny because I'm learning a lot. Um, I saw a video with smashed Brussels sprouts the other day that look amazing. And I'm seeing a ton of stuff about ADHD, which is super interesting to me. I keep sending them to Matt and he's like, yeah, I know. Okay. He's not impressed. I also keep showing him things I think are really, really, really funny and he doesn't. So we'll see if he ever comes around. But the ADHD stuff is crazy because um, I was diagnosed with ADHD when I was 29, but I never really looked into it or like Googled the symptoms or how to cope or anything. I just uh, got some medicine and hoped it would make me skinny. I know. I know. But that's like old Deanna, the one who hated her body so much that when I got diagnosed with, I mean, like a disability, essentially, you know, mental disorder, um, I was more concerned about if those medicines, the medicines, if the meds would make me skinny, like it's really embarrassing, but that's how much I thought about my weight and my body and how much it was sort of at the for- forefront of my brain. Uh, so that's really embarrassing, but, um, you know, just being on TikTok and seeing all these different, you know, put a finger down if you do this or, or there's this term and here's what this means. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I do that. That makes sense. Uh, I'm just realizing how much of my brain and my actions and my habits relate to ADHD. And I just have no idea. Um, anyways, let me give you, let me give you a quick breakdown of my mental health journey. Around 15, I think I started seeing a counselor and I was diagnosed with clinical depression. My parents didn't know what to do. I was like, I'm like this sad, crying teenager all the time. Uh, Punk rocker. Mm, So moody. But yeah, uh, went to the doctor, got diagnosed with clinical depression. Uh, Over the years, like in college, I would go to counseling. I did group counseling in college. Um, Just when I feel like I need extra support with things, I know sometimes it can be really seasonal. That is something I've kind of picked up on. But um, yeah just off and on when I need it, I go. And then, and 
I didn't really take medicine until sort of way later in life. Uh, so I don't even know when I started taking meds for, for depression. Oh, I guess maybe when I did that group therapy in college, that lady said uh, there was like nothing wrong with taking medicine. I remember her uh, comparing it to contact lenses or glasses. She was like, do you need contacts or glasses? And I was like, yeah, I actually wear contacts. And she was like, do you feel weird about it? Do you feel like you're altering your body? Are you like, oh, man, I'm not using my eye. Like, I'm changing my eyes and whatever. And I was like, no. So she sort of compared it to that, and that helped. Because I had that sort of fear that if I took medicine, I would change as a person. Um, And that's just not the case. So um, at 29, the person I was seeing, like the counselor I was seeing, diagnosed me with ADHD. And... I got the medicine, but I was really obsessed with my weight and how I looked. So honestly, like the most exciting thing about it was that I was like, yes, I'm going to lose so much weight on this medicine. And I did. Um, I didn't talk about it that much or look into the ADHD that much further. I just started taking the medicine for it. And I did lose a little bit of weight for a while uh, until I feel like my body maybe got used to the medicine and then the weight came back, right? Because as I've said before... Diets don't work. Not that that was a diet, but you know what I'm saying. That harebrained scheme did not do what I needed it to do. Um, one thing I do remember after I started that medicine was that I watched an episode of Real Housewives because I've been a fan for a long time. And I remember watching that episode and just being like, wow, I feel really calm. Like, I don't feel like I'm thinking about a hundred other things to do or stressed out about something else. Like, I'm just chilling here watching the show. Is this what other people feel like? I do remember that. But I also don't feel like that lasted with the medicine. And again, I have not really paid attention. Like, I honestly feel like that medicine didn't, like, it made me lose weight. And then when it stopped making me lose weight, I just kind of was like, all right, well, maybe I don't need this medicine. It's not working. (laughs) Because really, I think, as embarrassing as it sounds, I was treating it as a weight loss pill and not uh ADHD pill like I just I just thought when I got diagnosed with ADHD I was like yeah I do all those things like that's just what I do and I think you know being 29 I had coped with it for so long that it didn't really feel like I needed treatment for it because it just was like who I was so it just it just was a weird thing and it's been a weird thing and I haven't really dug into it. And honestly, like, I'm not really sure why I haven't. Um, might just because it was so late. I don't know. I don't know. I'm rambling. Um, but after Ruby was born, we, we, I mean, my counselor, uh, like, I feel like people started using also the word anxiety mixed in with my depression, uh, depression and anxiety. I do feel like postpartum depression and anxiety is a thing. And, you know, I've struggled with depression my whole life. I would say that my anxiety maybe went up when you have this tiny human you're taking care of. Um, you know, quick side note, tangent, off, offshoot. If you ever want to talk about breastfeeding and what I think its effect can be on mental health of moms, hit me up. Maybe I'll do an episode on that. But, um... Yeah, I, I went a little in deep on the breastfeeding. Um, 
super stressed out about if she was getting enough, uh, got a scale. I was weighing her after every feed. I was tracking which boob. I was really, really into stressing out about her eating habits. So I did that for four weeks with Ruby until she was showing signs that she had some allergies and I was going to have to cut out um, soy and dairy. And I just was like, no, this is too much for me. I'm going insane. I'm crying all the time. I'm stressed out. This is like a full-time job. I'm going to quit. And we switched to formula. And then with Jack, we went straight to formula. And I will tell you that I enjoyed his first four weeks on this earth much more than I did Ruby's. Well, I am just getting emotional. Hmm. Okay. The point is, with all of this stuff, clearly, since I'm crying right now, I never really opened up about it much, right? I've talked about my struggles with breastfeeding a little bit in terms of mental health, but not a lot. Um, you know, I think it just makes me uncomfortable. I think that my one speed is funny and fun. And this does not feel fun to talk about. Like, I'm, I'm crying. This is not fun. So anyways, uh, but from TikTok, I'm learning how all of this is connected. Like, depression and anxiety is connected to ADHD. I didn't even know that. And I'm just learning all these things about ADHD, which <laughs> Matt's like, oh, your TikTok education. I mean, obviously, I don't know if these people... I mean, the people I'm following, I don't think are even doctors. They're people with ADHD. I don't know. I don't know who I'm following. I will fact check this information and I have fact checked some of it, but I think it's just been a great way for me to start being like, oh, weird. All these things are connected and maybe I don't treat them like they're a big deal, but um, I think these things, these things I do, I've been apologizing for or making fun of myself for, or feeling shame around for years. So I think it's good for me to look into this. And I think I can still like, I told Matt, like, don't worry, I'm not trying to learn this stuff and be like, well, I have ADHD. So this is how we're doing things around our house. We're going to have piles around the house. We're not going to organize, you know, like I was like, don't worry. I don't think it's like a free pass to do all these things, but also like maybe take it easy on me and maybe I can take it easy on myself and not be like, oh my God, what's wrong with me? I need to organize all this crap. Oh, I'm so disorganized. I'm so ugh. like, I can just be like, yeah, I have ADHD and this is a struggle for me. We try to put some things away. Right. Okay. So I wanted to share on this episode a few things that blew my mind. Um, the first one was talking about object permanence. And I know about this because I have kids. I teach kids. Uh, like I know about this. The idea that when you can't see something, it's like gone forever. Uh, that's why kids love peekaboo. It's so, it blows their little minds because they're like, what? Oh, my God, you were gone and now you're back. What? Um. I was like, this is not going to be a thing for me. Like, what am I, a baby? Of course, I know that objects exist when I can't see them. And then 
this TikTok video, start talking about the vegetable drawer in the fridge. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. So Matt uses it. I don't. I usually, like, it's it's an unspoken battle, right? He puts things in the drawer. I move them up from the drawer. He put them back in the drawer. I move them back up. So funny. Sometimes in marriage, I feel like things happen and I'm like, oh, this is like roommate wars, you know, the marriage wars. But finally, one day, I said to him, I know it's really dumb, again, with the shaming myself. But I never think to look in that drawer. So basically, if you put things in there, I'm never going to eat them and they're going to go bad. And he was like, oh, okay. I feel like he still uses it sometimes. For a while, we were just putting beer in there, which was great because I don't even like beer. So just put the beer in there. That's your beer drawer. I need to talk. We need to talk about going back to that system because he's been putting uh, produce in there and I don't remember it. I do try to look, but I just, I just don't think about it. Anyways, object permanence is also like that whole thing of like out of sight, out of mind. And I'm like, yep, I'm totally busted. So that's the thing about living with ADHD and me not ever really learning about it is that I'm constantly starting sentences like you just heard me say, I know it's dumb. Or I'll say, I know I sound like a crazy person, but I guess those are usually kind of related to anxiety um, and ADHD. Uh, I don't know, but I just constantly start those sentences like that, which I like to pretend don't seep into my actual brain. Like I'm just saying those things and just to like lighten the mood or again, funny, fun. And I think it's not getting in there and that I don't believe them. But the truth is, if I'm saying them all the time, they're getting in there. And it's also just like not nice. It's not nice. And I shouldn't say it to myself. So learning more about ADHD, I think, is going to help me understand how my brain works differently. So I can say things like, hey, can this is hard for me. Can we just store this stuff up here? And hopefully, you know, he'll be like, oh, yeah, sure. Um, it's not just a preference, you know? It's not just me being like, I want to put the vegetables here. There's like a reason why I struggle with it in the drawer. And I mean, to be honest, does the CRISPR really... Is it really that much better for vegetables and fruits? I don't know. Is it only for vegetables? Is it for fruits? What's the science there on the CRISPR? I need to Google that. Somebody write me an email and tell me. Um, all right. So the next one I learned about, this is a good one, is called RSD. So it's rejection sensitive dysphoria. Which I keep saying dysmorphia. I don't, that's not it. That's not a thing. Rejection sensitive dysphoria. So, right. Okay. Big word alert. Like, I'm never going to remember that. I'm just always going to start calling it RSD, just so you know. Um, But I was like Googling that. So I heard about it on TikTok and then it sort of inspired me to to research it a little more. So dysphoria comes from the Greek word meaning hard to bear. And it's basically this like really intentional tension is a really intense emotional response that's caused by like even if you just perceive that you've like disappointed others and that's because and like because of that they've withdrawn love or approval or respect it doesn't even have to be real it could just be perceived but it could be real but it's basically just you know an intense emotional response 
to rejection, right? Rejection sensitive. So this part is super sucky is that sometimes you're thinking it's real. Like it didn't, it's not real. They just aren't texting you because they're like busy and you're thinking they're not texting you because you've made them mad or you've whatever. Um, then you start acting funny, right? Because you're like, oh, God, they're mad at me. Da, 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 da. And you start acting funny. And then they start acting funny because they're like, I don't know what's wrong with Anna. She's being crazy. And then you're like, see, I knew it. So it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. You think it's happening. You respond. Then they respond. Then it does kind of happen. And you're like, duh. Ugh. So annoying. I do this all the time. I do this 100%. Somebody on TikTok had a video with two fabrics, like a, a rectangle of fabric and another rectangle of fabric. And you, she was like, you know, a normal brain, I feel like they, I learned these words too, a neurotypical brain will say, oh, my friend didn't text me. So that's like the first rectangle. So it's hard to visualize. And then the other rectangle was like a matching piece of fabric that you're going to sew together that matches whatever. It's just a little seam there. My friend didn't text me back. They're probably busy. They'll text me later. Neurotypical brain. Neurodivergent brain, which could be ADHD. She had the same rectangle at the front. My friend didn't text me back. One big rectangle, one fabric pattern. Then she had stacked like four different pieces of fabric to stitch to that that didn't match, that were like, they're mad at me. I probably did something to offend them. They probably never liked me and they're probably hanging out with everyone without me sewing that together. So when I saw that, I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> that's me. That's when I say things like I probably sound like a crazy person, but I'm pretty sure they're mad at me. Da, 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 da. Whatever. I've told Matt before, please, please just talk to me more. Like he tends to be a man of little words sometimes. And I tell him, I'm like, I don't know why, but if you don't tell me, it could be something silly like how do you like this pasta I made? And if he's like, yeah, it's good. I'm like, okay, okay. But the way you said that sounds like you didn't really like it. Da, 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 da. And I've asked him to try to like expand on things because I said, if you don't talk a lot, if you don't tell me more information, my brain makes it up. And usually it's not me making up that he thinks it's the best pasta he's ever had. It's usually me making up that he doesn't like it. So that's a thing that when I saw this, I was like, oh, I have this and I've struggled with it. So the things that are really popping out to me are the things that I've actually struggled with and tried to solve without really knowing what was even happening. So I think now that I know I'm going to learn more and then figure out real systems and real solutions, real coping ways to cope with this so that um, it's not like an issue. And I, this is the side note. I told Matt yesterday that um, I was talking about how I wanted to do this episode. And I said, you know, and like G.I. Joe, like G.I. Joe said, knowing is half the battle. And he told me that G.I. Joe is not a person. Did you guys know that? I thought G.I. Joe was like the main guy. Joe. No. G.I. Joe is like the whole crew. It's like the A-team. If you say it's like the A-team says, that doesn't make sense. So. Side note, knowing is half the battle. And now I know G.I. Joe is not a guy. It's a whole team of guys. 
Matt was listing them off, but I was not. I was not listening because of my ADHD. <laughs> Just kidding. I wasn't in listening because I wasn't interested. Because he wasn't naming my little pony, so I wasn't interested. Just kidding. Okay. Let me keep talking for a second. Um. Anyways, I also learned about different challenges too. There was like a list online of challenges and strengths. So I'm just going to run through them really quick. Um, the challenges are like time management, hundred percent. No contest. I definitely struggle with this. The episode, a few episodes back with Anna Dearman Cornick, she gives amazing tips and I just can't make them stick. Like I've been trying since that episode. I'm always inspired by people who can do that. And, um, I just can't. So old Deanna would be really mad at herself for not being able to, but new, I research ADHD on TikTok, Deanna knows this is just how my brain is wired. So the other challenges for people, maybe like staying on topic, if you listen to this podcast often, you already know, but I do write really detailed notes before recording so I can try to stay on task. I tried to do the first couple episodes with no notes and that was, whew, like a stream of consciousness wild ride um yeah concentration was one where I was like uh no that's not true I can be super concentrated on something I can skip meals if I'm super into something and lose lose track of time and then I read like those are all also ADHD things uh to be super hyper focused on one thing especially if it's something you're into but if it's something you're not into you're not, you're not going to be able to concentrate. And then I like had flashbacks of reading the same sentence over and over and over again back in school when I would have to read something I didn't want to and just keep getting distracted, reading the same sentence, getting just, I'm like, it's been an hour and I've read this one paragraph. What's going on? This is awful. So then I was like, okay, okay. So sometimes it like, I feel like people think, oh, when you read these lists, you're like, yep, 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 yep. I have that. But sometimes I'm like, no, I don't. No, I don't. And then the more I read about it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I do. But I just don't have to read for school for a long time. So concentration hasn't been a huge struggle for me lately because I don't usually have to do things I don't want to do. I guess in, at work I do sometimes, but not really. So, all right. Um, and then uh, rational, like being rational. And at first I was like, I'm fine with that. And then I remembered the RSD from before and I was like, oh yeah, well, I start really thinking rationally when I'm like not getting a text back and then thinking people are all hanging out without me. It's like a hundred percent rational when it comes to feelings. So yeah, so that's that. And then also, um, there were some, there were some, um, strengths listed, Hyperfocus, which I talked about a second ago, creativity, 100%. Enthusiasm, like that's me, 100%. Innovation, every time I take one of those online quizzes, like innovator, all that stuff comes up for me. So I was like, yeah, all those things, that makes me so happy. So it's kind of like when I talk about like my belly being flabby, but it grew to babies, you know, if that's the price I had to pay for my kids, then okay, cool. It's worth it. I got a flappy tummy. So maybe if I have to struggle with some of the things that I've talked about today, but I get to be like hyper-focused and creative and enthusiastic and innovative, 
maybe that's okay too. And maybe I can start to, when I'm mad at myself because I forget there's lettuce in the crisper drawer, I can also be like, yeah, sorry, I let that lettuce go bad. But damn, I am so creative. Nailed it. And start to remember my strengths in those times when I feel like I want to say something like, I know this sounds dumb, or I'm a crazy person, or whatever those nasty things I'm saying. That's a new gremlin that I didn't know was there, and I'm going to check his ass too. So, I mean, I don't have a super profound takeaway for this episode. I'm honestly trying to move towards like a new format of this show and make sure I really embrace the imperfect part of the party. Uh, I know we've been a little bit business heavy, but I really want to talk about, I do want to talk about business still, but I just want to talk about life and being imperfect and all that stuff. So I just wanted to share with you the journey I'm on. It's like so new, TikTok, rabbit hole, ADHD, mental illness. I never talk about it. I usually just keep it fun and light, but here it is you know, I struggle. I really do have bad days. And sometimes it just feels like a total shit show up in my brain. (laughs) But it's also like a fun, creative brain too. And some days are really fun up there and some days are not. And I just need to remember the theme song from the Facts of Life, right? You take the good, you take the bad. I feel like I've already sung this on this podcast once, but that theme song, it really goes with a lot of things. But there's a lot of layers to all this stuff, you know, and when I think about how my ADHD has shown up in my entrepreneurial journey over the years, I can't help but wonder what would have happened if I'd taken my diagnosis a little more seriously back then and dug into researching and learning about it. Would I have made different decisions? Would I have a totally different business? All that stuff. Um, It's just interesting to me. You know, I'm a big fan of Everything happens for a reason, so I ain't mad. I ain't mad. There must be a reason that I didn't dive deep after the diagnosis. There must be a reason that I'm here now on TikTok, researching my stuff, recording this episode, and I'm excited to just keep on keeping on on my journey, right? There's, that's what I got to do. If you're still listening, I'm glad you're still with me. Um feel free to reach out to me if any of this has spoken to you or you want to talk to someone about stuff. Obviously, I'm just scratching the surface. I don't know much, but I'm here for you. And for real, for real, if you have a breastfeeding story or you want to talk to me about breastfeeding, that shit gets me. I have some opinions about that. Uh, And I have seen some mean stuff on TikTok about that uh, and some nice stuff, but I saw some trolls. So, Anyways, okay, I'm going to wrap it up. To check out the show notes from today's episode, go to deannaseymour.com backslash ADHD. And I'll see you next time. Oh, and if you liked today's episode, can you do me a favor and click the subscribe button and leave a review? It'll help more women just like you join the party. And you'll get an official Imperfect Party pin in the mail. Just saying. And remember... The beauties in the imperfections.